The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is a continuation of our Old Testament reading for Trinity Sunday. That's the creation account from Genesis 1 and 2. Today we're looking at Genesis 1 verses 9 to 19. The third and fourth days of creation. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land and the gathered waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land produce vegetation seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it according to their various kinds. And it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the third day. And God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to separate the day from the night, and let them serve as signs to mark seasons and days and years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the expanse of the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. My dear friends in Christ, when I first got to Calvary Lutheran Church here in Eaton Rapids. There was an elderly gentleman in the church. He was a shut-in, and, and I remember one time visiting him when, for some reason, we were talking about the Lord's return on the last day and how on the last day what the Lord is going to do is he's going to raise up all the dead. Well, when we were talking about this, this elderly gentleman, he got a little bit concerned about that, and I think he was concerned about that because, well, he was thinking about his wife. She had been in heaven for a number of years already, but here he was thinking about her, and he was thinking about, well, all of the people on this earth who have passed away, and he was wondering about the logistics about how God was going to raise all the dead. And, well, if you think about it, the world's population right now is supposed to be over seven and a half billion people. And, and I don't know how many people have been on this earth, well, that have died from the time of Adam and Eve up to the present. And and I don't know how many more people there will be on this earth before the Lord does return. But now think about that, the job of raising the dead, of, well, getting all of the dead out of their graves. 
That's an enormous job. It would be an enormous job. But God is going to raise all those people. It's not a big job for our almighty God. Jesus said, a time is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out. Well now, on the, that's going to be a big job, but on the third day of creation, what God did without a backhoe, without a bulldozer, what God did is God separated the lands from the seas, the oceans, and arranged the continents and everything on this earth as things were before the flood. And now think about the job that he accomplished there. Well, on the third day, what God also did is God made all the plants and the trees bearing seed and fruit on it so that all of that could reproduce, it says, according to their kinds or according to their various kinds. The word kind there, well, it's not exactly the same, but it's kind of like our word species. The phrases, according to their kinds, according to their various kinds, they remind us that, well, vegetation in our world, plants, trees in our world, it didn't start out with some sort of a simple form of vegetation. And then over millions of years, what happens is that those things changed or evolved into much more complicated, much more advanced plant forms or, well, new kinds or species of plants and vegetation. There is, of course, change and adaption that takes place within plants and trees and everything like that, that God put into the blueprint plan for his creation, but it's always within the kind or the species of the plant that God created. Well, on the first day of creation, what God did is he made all of the raw materials that were necessary to create absolutely everything. So that first day, it was the biggest day of creation. But I usually like to say that when, when you think about the fourth day of creation, that was the perhaps biggest day of organization for God in his work of creation because on that fourth day, what God did is God made the sun, the moon, the stars, the planets, the galaxies, the universes, the solar systems, and, and everything that's out there. And now think about everything that he actually made on that day. And how far out does, does space go? We, we have no idea about that. Oh, years ago, when people kind of believed that we lived on a flat earth, 
They kind of were of the opinion that if you sailed out far enough into the seas, into the oceans, that you'd fall off the edge. Well, if a person took a spaceship and he just went straight out into space, would there be a time when we would get out there someplace and it would all end? Well, God made everything out there. It seems that it probably is an infinite space out there with no end. But, you know, we don't have to worry about how God worked that out. God made everything in a perfect way, and he made it, well, so that the planets, the stars, the comets, the asteroids, well, he, he got all of that set up, and it all works in a good way. There's not all this bumping around between the planets and the stars all the time. Well, God looked at everything that he made, and he says, it was running perfectly, he looked at that arrangement and he said of, well, the, the land and the seas, the vegetation and, and all of the planets and everything out there, he said, and God saw that it was good. Absolutely perfect. Not a single flaw to anything that God had created. It was good. And remember, God was doing all of this for us, the human race, man, woman, we're the crown of God's creation. And when you think of the amazing creation of God, well, his love for us and giving us that is something that is so amazing. When I go out on my runs, I often hear the comment from people I meet or maybe I'd make the comment something like, it sure is a beautiful day out there today. And I see that's an evidence of God's love, isn't it? The beautiful world that he gave us, the amazing world, the, the land, the seas, the plants, the vegetation, the sun, the moon, the stars, Oh, it's such a beautiful thing that God made for us, and it tells us of his love. And, and well, when, when, even when there are terrible storms in our world today, don't we still have to say, it's a beautiful world that God gave us? When we consider, oh, the problems, the troubles that our world is faced with today, and Oh, you can't say that without thinking of viruses or factions or divisions, flooding, recession, and everything else. Well, when you think about all of that, isn't it great that we believers can still say it's a beautiful world that God gave us? It's a beautiful world that God gave us. And, and even though we sin against him, what God gives us, it just proves to us believers that he must really love us. Amen. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord God, for the beautiful world 
you've given us. It's an evidence of your love for us, but, but we thank you even more, not for that beautiful world, but for the greatest example of your love, and that's when we were sinners, you gave us Jesus. When we look at our world and say, wow, you must love us, help us always to remember the greatest example of your love, and that, of course, is Jesus, our Savior from sin and our way, well, from this beautiful world that you've given us into that even more spectacular place in heaven with you forever. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus, we pray in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.